0: Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Bonita y Fuerte. Um, I finally picked a name and it kind of it has a little rose as a logo and I have a rose tattooed. I have roses actually tattooed on my arm. So that's kind of why I included the rose because, okay, this kind of signifies me and I don't know, I just really like roses. Um, anyways, I'm back. I finally got my microphone back. That's why I wasn't able to do previous shows. I have only did two. And it was about a month ago or two ago that since the last time I recorded an episode, so I'm excited to get my mic back. I feel like it's it was time. I needed I needed something to be excited about. I wanted something to be excited about again. And so, um, what better way than just to get this going? Because previous episodes, it did make me excited. It made me feel good about putting something out there and then receiving like very awesome feedback. So I'm back. I'm here to stay. I finally got my schedule down to how to what days I'm going to have free time, what days I'm going to have time to edit and like all this stuff. So for so today's topic I'm going to talk about addiction. It, tomorrow will make 2 weeks that since we've lost um Malcolm McCormick aka Mac Miller. He he passed away from a suspected overdose. It's it's just so crazy to me because addiction is so real to me, but I feel like it's it's a conversation that more people need to talk about rather than um, than blaming him or thinking he's an idiot. Because I'm, I'm pretty sure it was an accident. Like, it's just so crazy to me just before, the day before, he just did a show at the Hollywood Cafe. He released tour dates and, like, he put out such a great album. And, like, hearing his friends now, like, in interviews or, or their posts, they're just like, man, this was the happiest I had seen him in a long time. He was ready, like he didn't want to go like this was an accident like that's what they said that he was such a happy dude and and he was ready to go tour he was excited about his life at the moment and it just sucks and I feel like it all come, comes down to what we need to talk about and what we need to talk about is addiction I'm not an expert at it but I feel like I have enough experience about the topic um, and I see where we go wrong and why addiction is a is a reoccurring problem to society. and So that's what we're going to be talking about today. You guys know how I always like to start the show with a song, and then today I'm going to end end it with a song as well. And of course, it's a Mac Miller song. I'm actually going to go ahead and play the song that he did the day before he passed. It was his last show, the song Hurt Feelings. I just love the live version. The album version's a little bit more mellow and a bit more more slower and sad but I love the live the live version because it's just more upbeat it's more jazzy it's 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 I don't know I just I love live versions and hopefully they they put a live live a live album out of that last concert so um, I'm gonna go ahead and play it for you guys it's called Hurt Feelings and this is his last show which is crazy to me but um, hope you guys enjoy it and then I'll see you and we'll get back into the discussion when we can come back
1: Yeah 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 yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, I'm always saying I will change, but I ain't the same. Everything is different, I can't complain. You don't know what you're missing. Shame on you, yeah, yeah. Shame on you. And everything is strange, that's just a game. Everybody tripping. On way, we was getting lifted. Now we getting paid. Shame on you. Yeah. Well, I paid the cost to see apostrophes. That means it's mine. Keep to myself, taking my time. Always into some bullshit. And out the line. Driving with my eyes closed, missing all the signs. Turn the ignition, I'm driven and sitting pretty. Listening to Whitney and whipping it through the city. Yeah. On a mission, figure it out putting way too much on my shoulders Please hold me down I keep my head above the water My eyes getting bigger so the world is getting smaller I will be getting richer but that only Made me crazy, mama told me I was Different even when I was a baby That Mercedes through the PA when I pull up sounding like a concert or Or a monster truck, I'm tripping But I'm falling up, always said I want it all but it's not enough I'm always saying I do Change, but I ain't the same Everything is different I can't complain You don't know what you're missing Shame on you Shame on you And everything is strange That's just a game Everybody tripping, throwing it away We was getting lifted, now we getting paid Shame on you We've only just begun We don't want to hurt your feelings No, no Yeah, we've only just begun But no, we don't want to hurt your feelings Down yeah. go the system, London it, kink Turn the power off and get your water from the spring I'm bringing everyone with me when shit get iffy I give 150%, this is the shit that I'm dealing with But I wish I forget, used to be feeling depressed Now that I'm living, I'm a little obsessed High in jacuzzis, I be hitting the jets I'm showing her some love, she be giving me sex, blessed Respect her, it, deny Don't fuck around and be a victim of your pride Why you lying? Tell the truth and step aside I don't got the time to let it slide Yeah, I'm too grounded I push whips that move mountains New cribs and blue fountains These are my surroundings I be going through it, you just go around it But it's really not that different Always saying I won't change, but I ain't the same Everything is different I can't complain You don't know what you missing Shame on you Hey, hey, hey Shame on you And everything is strange That's just a game Everybody tripping Don't need a We was getting lifted and pay. Shame on you.
0: I love that song. I just love the live version. It's it's so crazy. I, actually, it was the Hotel Cafe, not the Hollywood Cafe. It was in Hollywood, but it's not called the Hollywood Cafe. Um, it was an intimate show. I think it was only the crowd was only a hundred people. And I think, like, I'm I'm pretty sure. Like, I I read this somewhere, but I don't know if it's for this show. But it was it was a hundred people, and the tickets were only five dollars. So it was very intimate, very small. I love um his new album and the, the jazz the jazz feel that it has to it and his musicians are amazing. Um if you haven't seen his NPR Tiny Desk um episode on YouTube as well, it's it's great. Like Mac Miller was such an amazing musician on stage and even behind the scenes. Um he's helped so many up and coming artists work on their albums. He's I don't know man it's it's just crazy like really the the music industry really took a a great loss with that one, just even how he was as a person on his shows and um on his videos, like behind the scene videos or even how his friends make him out to be and it's it's just insane but addiction 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 it's a topic that needs to be discussed more, and I'm like I said, I'm not an expert i never dealt with an addiction. I don't think I've ever dealt with an addiction in my life, but I've been around it for a good majority of my life and with multiple people, not just one person, with multiple people and it sucks. It sucks so bad. And I've, as I've got older, I've, I kind of can understand how much of a problem, like what the root of the problem is and I kind of know how to address it better than I did before. Um, my mom actually struggled with an addiction. She was an alcoholic for for a while Um, that's actually um, why she passed she had cirrhosis of the liver and it wasn't until i believe the last year the last two years that she was here that i learned the realities of it and i learned kind of how to deal with it better for for me and try to help her for her and i learned that. I remember there would be times where I'd be like, okay, well, if you can't stay sober, then I don't want any part. I don't want anything to do with you because I, I don't know what to do. Like you obviously don't, you're not gonna change. And why am I gonna put myself through that? So I steered clear. If anything, it the, it's the biggest mistake that you can do for an addict. We see, we, when we think of addiction, we think of like, okay, this person needs to get right all on their own, which is a, which is a good thing. Yeah, they should want to change on by themselves. They should want that for themselves. But if they want that for themselves, then it's not going to take just themselves to stay sober. It's going to take everyone. That's what I learned how to help her. I learned how important it was for me to stay actively involved in her life for her to stay sober. Because when I shunned her off and I threatened to leave her life for good is when she didn't have any connections. She didn't have anything to look forward to. She didn't have anything to wake up for. She didn't have anything to stay sober for. She already lost her connection, so, so what was the point? And like, I might as well, I might as well um, get drunk. I might as well feel this, feel this high, in order to replace that what I'm missing in my life. And I learned, it all comes down to the connections in your life because she was in a dysfunctional situation. She didn't have a job. Um, her, she lived with someone who was just as bad as her that's what she had to deal with and obviously she didn't like it because if she would have loved her life if she loved if she valued her relationships that at that time she would have stayed sober she would have had a reason to stay sober but since she didn't have anything to look forward to like i said i distanced myself um which made me distance my daughter and that made it harder for her And then I realized, okay, you know what? This is my mom. I'm gonna help her. Me straying away isn't doing anything good. If anything, it's making her worse. So I would call her, whether I told her, you know what, I love you, do you wanna go eat? Because every time I go to work, I pass by where she lives. And so I'd call her, I'd stop by just to check on her, how she's doing. And there'd be times where she wouldn't answer me and I'd, I'd get scared. Um, I told. I remember telling her one time. I go, hey, let's go out to eat, and she's all, no, I don't want to go. And I said, why? Like, why? You answered me like, you, I don't know. Are you okay? And she was withdrawing at that time, and she's like, no, I don't, I don't want to embarrass you. And I remember that hurt my feelings so much. And I was like, you're my mom. You're not gonna embarrass me. Like, I don't care how people view you. Like, I love you. I love you. Whether. Whatever you're going through, I love you. And if you, need to, if you need me to go over, we don't have to go anywhere. I'll go over. I'll sit with you. I'll, I'll just listen to you. I'll make sure that you know that you're on my mind and that I love you and that you're loved. And I remember going over and her just crying. And it was emotional. And I realized, okay, you know what? I need to be present in her life. If I wanted her to change... If she wants to change, she needs, to need, she needs a reason to change. So I came around more um, and I noticed the difference. And it wasn't, she didn't leave her environment until she got sick. And um, she was in the hospital. She, she was withdrawing very bad and she just couldn't do um, a lot for herself. So took her to the hospital. When she came back out, um, they told us that she only had um, three more months to live. And throughout that time, she was home. She, she was starting to, to be active again. We were like, all right, you know what? She's, she's filling, these mi- filling in these milestones again. She's walking again. She's doing a lot of these things, these simple things that we take for granted. And... She's doing it again. And she was so excited, she was ready. She was documenting everything because she wanted to, to go around and speak to addicts and be like, look, this is what happened to me. This is, this is what could happen. And here I am now because I overcame it. And she was so determined to do stuff like that to help addicts because she, she knew what it, she, my mom had been through hell. She, she overcame it and that was her superpower. And what I learned the most was addiction is a social issue. It's not a criminal issue. When I say that, it's we criminalize um, drug use and we don't treat it as, as what it really is. It's a social issue. It's people lack that connection with social with, with society, with reality. So they try to get that connection any way that they can through high, whether it's cocaine, heroin, meth. Sex, gambling, alcohol, anything. They go for that, that euphoric high, that, they, that, that connection that they can get in a high where they lack it in somewhere else, whether it be with their, with their spouse, with their family, with, with just society in general, with themselves. I feel like we need to stop shunning addicts, especially recovering addicts away from society. Like, we criminalize them, and they can't even get back up on their feet when they want to stay sober and they want to change. They can't. They can't get a job because what does a job application ask you? Do you? Have you ever been charged with any criminal offense, blah, blah, blah? And you have to put, yeah, and there goes your application. You have no chance of recovering yourself back into society. With that, it's just the never-ending cycle. Okay, you're like, you know what, I can't get a job. I don't have a reason to stay sober. So they go back to that addiction. They, that's their escape route they fall back to what, because addicts get shunned, they fall back to what gives them meaning. Um, The cause, I believe, isn't because it feels right, it's because everything else is going wrong. I remember um, just hearing these stories about addicts and when they get that second chance, like I remember I was listening to um, a guy speak about the, the way drugs are perceived in Portugal. And they finally decriminalized all drugs, all of it, from, from weed to heroin. They decriminalized all of it. And the prime minister there said, you know what? Everything, all the money, all the funds that we were using to keep drug addicts in jail, let's turn around, take that money and, and use it for something better. Let's help them. Let's help them get back up on their feet. Let's help them become functioning citizens of society. Now, Portugal's drug use, which was a, a very high rate of drug use, especially heroin, um, now it's at an all-time low. It goes to show that it's not specifically the addiction that's what that's what that kept them from going back. It was that it was the lack of that they had to function into society normally. So now that they have a job that they've that Portugal has invested in, finding them a job, finding them sending them back to school, finding them a home, um, helping them start their own business, investing into them it's molding them to become greater citizens of society and half of those people were like, "You know what i I don't want to go back. I would never even think about going back to my addiction because when you when there's nothing to lose, you don't care what you." what you're leaving behind. When you have a lower sense of self and when you, have, when you don't have any connections, you fall into depression and loneliness, and it's easier to give into these temptations. I remember Mac Miller. Mac Miller was always open about his, his depression and his um, addiction. And one lyric that stood out to me when I thought about this stuff was um, in his song called Smile. It's, it's a, he says, the devil smiles when you need a friend. And so the way I perceived it was the devil would be his addiction. And when you need a friend, this is loneliness. So the two tie back and forth. They tie together. They connect. Loneliness, addiction, addiction, loneliness. I spoke to a recovering addict, an alcohol, a recovering alcoholic. He has been 20 years sober. He was telling me that he tried everything. He went to AA meetings, he paid thousands of dollars for for um, homes, to for recovery homes. And he said, nothing worked for me. He's like, I just couldn't. He's like, and I, I didn't feel the need to have it. It's just, it was easier, he said. And so I asked him, I go, well, then what happened? Like, how did, what worked for you? And he told me, Once he stayed sober, he was able to mend relationships that he thought he lost before. He was able to create new relationships. He started his own business. And he's like, and now, he's like, I don't even care to drink again. He's like, because I know that if I were to fall back, I would lose all those relationships and I would lose the respect of the people that I care for. And he said, and to him, it just wasn't worth it. And since then, he doesn't even think about relapsing. It's just... It's like, hey, well, I'm sober and this is, this is my new life. I've created a new life for myself and I love it and nothing is worth going back and losing all of that. And towards the end, my mom was content with her life. She loved the end because she had all her kids around her. We were all at my grandma's house. I remember she was so happy because all of us had a movie night upstairs and we're not allowed to eat upstairs at my grandma's house, but she was upstairs and she wanted a movie night. So we got the TV up there. We we set blankets on the floor. We brought pizza boxes and she was so happy. And I remember just sitting by her right at her feet and she was just playing with my hair. And at that moment I could tell she was she was happy. Even towards the end when she remained sober, she was like I don't know what I was thinking. Like she she just When she was sober and and had a clear mind and had um, her family and all her loved ones around her, she was like, what the heck was I thinking? The ending was beautiful because she was sober and I had my mom, my daughter, my daughter, my daughter had her grandma, my grandma had her daughter and my siblings had their mom, my uncles had their sister and it was beautiful towards the end. We must see recovery as an accomplishment that society needs, still needs to work on. Yes, it's individual recovery is a good thing, but we need to see it as, let me, let's focus on the way drugs are criminalized. Let's focus on the way we treat drug addicts on the street. Let's just start from the bottom up. Connect with your loved ones. It's something simple. It's not easy. I've seen my mom struggle. And it's not easy seeing being on the outside looking in either. But what I've learned the most is connection and loving them. Love the people, whether they're sober, let them know their love, let them know that you value them, let them know that, that because they are here on this earth, sober or not, that you're glad that they're here and that, and that their life does have meaning. And if they don't know what that is, sit down and talk to them, figure out what it is, let them know what it is that they want. And it can make the whole difference. Addiction is killing way too many people. And let's not wait until it's too late to fix this issue. It shouldn't take any more people. We shouldn't sacrifice any more people. I remember reading and hearing, I watched the TED Talk and then I looked more into it. um, The opposite of addiction isn't sobriety. The opposite of addiction is connection. Connect with your loved ones. Love them. Show them that you care, show them that they matter to you, sober or not. Um, I'm glad that I learned this and was able to help my mom before it was too late. Um, And I know she passed and that, that wasn't too late for me. I'm glad that I was able to see her point of view and understand her better. That way I was able to help her better because towards the end I helped her so much and it was my pleasure to help my mom. Love your loved ones. If you see an addict on the street, don't shun them off. Just be like, hey, smile at them, wave at them, anything. A little gesture goes a long way. I wish I knew this sooner, but I'm, I'm happy that you're listening to this and hopefully you can take from it and can practice it and maybe can help someone in your life. I'm going to go ahead and close this episode. This episode, Addiction, is it, it hits home to me a lot in a lot of ways Um, it hits way too close to home but I feel like if we talk about it more we'll be able to handle the situation better and we'll have a better understanding of it and we can help lessen the deaths due to addiction so in conclusion addiction sucks help someone help your loved ones be there for them Rest in peace, Mac Miller, and rest in peace to my mom. Your guys' influence impacted me so much, and mom. I'm going to continue to do what you wanted to start. I'm going to finish what you wanted to start. We're losing way too many people to addiction. Let's end it. It's a social issue. I'm going to go ahead and end this episode with um, a song called Buttons by Mac Miller, which is also it also came out this year. I love the instrumental and so so thank you for listening and I'll see you guys next time.
1: And you called twice, nobody be at my house I was at the studio all night Last night I slept on the couch I might wake up, do it all again There's a world going crazy outside But let's pretend that it's alright We keep pretending that it's alright Yeah, alright, days get mixed up Schedules get switched up, can't be two places at once So, I take a hit of the spliff that I lit up And forget I had to be anywhere at all God damn how the mighty will fall They wanna see me gone, but I'm here in spite of it all I never play along, you can keep the fair self-pity I'd rather tell you who I am, really This is not the wake-up call I am no hotel operator, I don't own nobody favors I don't know how the fuck I've been around so long Busy as an escalator in a crowded mall It's like every year I realize my house too small Get paid, upgrade, two cribs, new maids, more flights, few planes Live out my suitcase, lose days like loose change I swear my life is on Blu-ray, welcome to doomsday The world needs a hero and I am your Bruce Wayne Kind of like Luke Cage, uh. Keep on running, we keep on pushing your buttons There's no answer in you call twice Nobody be at my house I was at the studio all night Last night I slept on the couch I might wake up, do it all again There's a world going crazy outside But let's pretend that it's alright We keep pretending that it's alright I run around with open scissors, they taking pictures I could lose my head to grow instead, gets only bigger I put one foot in front of the other, I never settle Waste your time with water and wine, I'm turning liquid to metal Still the same dude that used to never be sure When I was way more insecure than I feel better before No Umbrellas never could weather the storm No sympathy for the devil Too busy building a temple I am looking beyond Beyond. Leaving them looking Hot as the grill I'm putting them on When I be cooking Cooking, I keep on running if I have to Medusa never turn me to a statue No I keep it moving But keep it low Low, 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 You can do your thing Shit to Easter Um. Uh, home. But you better do something we keep on pushing your buttons. There's no answer, in you call twice. Nobody be at my house. I was at the studio all night. Last night I slept on the couch. I might wake up, do it all again. There's a world going crazy outside, but let's pretend that it's alright. We keep pretending that it's alright.